You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Lindsey Patterson, Mike Santagata. What is going on? Not much. Uh, uh, Did you buy a car? Okay, so I did go in and I just, you know, wanted to get some estimates. I did leave with my same car. Um, I'm going to go back later in the week. We'll see what happens. But normally they do talk me into getting a car every single time I go in there. I am just going to take my time. There's no reason to go buy one right away. So I'm doing my homework. We'll just say that. Yeah, they're they're pushy. Uh, When I bought my I bought a new car last year and the local dealership, the one that's closest to me, basically said like, ah, there's no new cars, man. Like, they're just not out there. (laughs) I kind of believed him because he's just like, you know, the microchip shortage, all sort of stuff. And as somebody who had to struggle to PlayStation 5 a few years ago, I was like, okay, I understand that. That is why there's not a lot of PlayStation 5s out there. And then I was just like, well, I'm not going to buy a car today because he's trying to sell me this 30,000 mile car. So I leave because I want a new one. I was tired of beaters. Uh, exactly. Not that 30,000 miles is a beater, but my car before that had 220,000 when I bought it. Uh, but then I called the one that was the next closest dealership. And I was like, because I saw a used car I liked. It had like 18,000. And I was like, by chance, do you have any new cars coming? He's like, yeah, we got like a whole <laughs> bunch coming. And I was like, oh, so that guy just lied to me. <laughs> So I want to get your opinion on this. This will connect to this first segment of the players I want to talk to talk about. But are you a lease or a buy kind of person if you get a brand new car? I, I think buy. I don't know. I, I I have bought one car in my life that was not it did not have at least one hundred fifty thousand miles. It had two. <laughs> I I I was I'm a lease girl because I get tired okay. of the car, and I know. Oh, I see. If you're a financial person and you're listening to this podcast, I totally understand why I need to buy the car versus lease it. But I things happen. I don't want anything to happen while I'm on the side of the road. Maybe the car breaks down. I just I just plan on just paying for a car the rest of my life. Um, so I'm pretty easy to get to buy <laughs> or to lease a new car or, or get a new car every time I go in there. But I did leave with my same car, uh, mostly because I wanted to get back here. After you work a full day, going to a car dealership is um, Ooh, the terrible. least. No, I only went on the weekends. Oh, it's an absolute, I was dreading it all day today and I was only there for an hour and a half. And um, I was like, oh, I'll be back. Doing literally anything after a full day of work feels like such a chore. Like, I don't know. I go to the gym, uh, like after work a few times a week, but, uh, not to get too into that, but that stopped feeling like a chore just cause it became so part of the daily routine, weekly routine. But man, even at the start of that, I was like, oh, I got off work and I gotta go, <laughs> I gotta go climb the stair master for 30 minutes. 
That's why I have groceries being delivered here. I'm not a grocery store person. I'm not, I just, you know, oh, I'm to so a grocery store person. I'm so going in. I just hate that there's always something like, can we substitute your pasta with a cucumber? It's like, no. Why? They do that to me every time. They And I, I have this setting on where it gets turned into, if they can't find the one that I wanted, they'll give me like the most expensive one. And I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't want that. <laughs> um, so I just hate the grocery store. Uh, but but I do want to get back to, to use V vehicles and we're going to tie it into jonah williams all right um, <laughs> sorry jonah i don't mean this use camry <laughs> you know he's he's using he some miles on him um at, at the moment it really feels like jonah williams will be on this roster for the 2023 season anything could happen during the offseason workouts otas training camp but as of now they didn't find a trade partner and i think the bengals kind of felt that they had the leverage um, at the same time, they just couldn't find another another team to to get the deal done, or maybe the compensation wasn't that great. And for Jonah Williams, this is a huge year for Jonah. It's a contract year. I think a lot of people forget because I'm starting to get, well, people are accepting the fact that Jonah might be on the roster, but then I also get the reaction of, what if he fakes an injury and acts like he, he can't play the rest of the season and he gets $12 million? If he does that, then this might be his last year in the NFL. Because fake an injury. You, you you really can't even do that. But like even legitimate injuries, like this is something I, I read about before, but like Baker Mayfield's legitimate injury, his team hated that he didn't play in the last couple of games. And they were out of the playoffs, but they were just like he could have played and just turned on him. And I feel like that was a big turning point for the career and basically because yeah. ended his career in Cleveland and then he's shipped off, bounced around. He got a shot in Carolina, but I mean it was they had the <laughs> They stunk. <laughs> no other way around that. Um, so he's got another shot, I guess, in Tampa. But like he's bouncing around as the journeyman quarterback now. When before that injury and not playing through it at the end, and I guess playing badly at the start of the injury, um, it felt like he was about to be, you know, be made into at least an Andy Dalton, where he gets a big second deal. He's their long-term starter. He's, you know, he led them to their first playoff win in a billion years. Uh, I can imagine giving him money if I was the Browns until the very unfortunate year happened after that. So, yeah, I, I do think it's just everybody's playing with something by week 12, week 13. Yeah. If you're going to get injured, and this is kind of a, a little bit of the deal with the Lamar thing. Um, some people thought he could have played. Some people didn't. No idea on that. But you do just hear NFL players talk about <clears> – <throat> That guy could have played and, you know, I'm playing with this. Why can't, why isn't he just gutting it out and playing with whatever's going on with him? And uh, yeah, if Jonah Williams fakes an injury, that's, uh, well, doesn't he have to get medically, <laughs> first yeah, of all? I that's of a medical. Thing. And then secondly, if he doesn't play through anything, I feel like that it just rubs NFL players the wrong way. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, even if he, I know he's coming off of surgery and everything like that and staying healthy is extremely huge for, for Jonah Williams. But at the end of the day, it's a huge year for Jonah. Um, you know, more than likely his last year in Cincinnati, if he is on this roster in 2023 and they don't find a trade partner. But other than that, you're going to want to go out there and show people like, look, I'm a legit offensive lineman. A lot of NFL teams need offensive linemen out there. And at the same time, um, you know, the topic of conversation, if you talk about a weak link, weak 
link on this offensive line. You could say right tackle right now. I know I've talked plenty about Cordell Bolson, and I'm, I'm hoping that he's even better in year two um, because that was his rookie year. But at the same time, not a lot of teams have that strong right tackle or, um, you know, it's it's if, if they can just be average. Um, I think this offensive line will, will be just fine. But at the same time, if Jonah Williams can go, I have all the faith in the world that Jonah Williams can can be a legit right tap. I shouldn't even say legit uh, enough out there to, to fill that void. Um, but I just. I think I think we have to come to terms to kind of accept that he will. I feel like he'll be on the roster next year. Yeah. Uh, what I think is funny is that everybody fought on Twitter for about three months about Joe Mixon and Jonah Williams, and now they're both the week one starters. It's like, you know, bad mouthing. Uh, <laughs> like you're actually get back together with them. You're just kind of like. I didn't mean all that, you know. <laughs> We're good. We're good. We, we talk to each other. We're all good now. Uh, <laughs> it was a misunderstanding. I just, you know, I just read PFF grades or I just looked at a contract value. It's whatever. Yeah. There might be some tweets that are being deleted. Um, I, uh, if I never deleted <laughs> some of the ones that I sent, um, people probably haven't deleted theirs. But uh, yeah, that, that was... I was thinking of firing off that as a tweet. Might later, but just like... A, I can't believe all that fighting. Cause I was always on the side of they're both fine to yep. good, like keep them. Um, but everybody, it turned into, it was civil war. It was worse than the Jamar chase Penny Sewell debates. I feel like. Hear that. Believe it or not. Summer is just around the corner. Luckily armor all America's most trusted auto appearance brand has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armor All products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. Armor All, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I do not want to get back into it. I, I said it after the draft. I, if, if Jonah Williams is on this roster, if Joe Mixon is on this roster, I hope they ball out. I hope Jonah Williams goes and gets paid by another team next year. Joe Mixon, I hope, you know, he shows a lot of doubters, hey, I still can get it done. And you have Chase Brown over there to make a good RB1, RB2 with the run game. Um, if they're on this roster, I hope they succeed. And just as human beings um, in the NFL, I hope they have, have a great season. But, you know, there is a topic of conversation, too, because Jackson Carmen, which – it's just wild to think about if someone had said, you know what, Jackson Carmen could be in that right tackle mix, uh, could be starting on the offensive line. You told me that six or seven months ago. I don't know if I would have believed you, but it seems like, and I, I know we're kind of in the storylines of everybody's fit, they're ready to go, they're in football shape. Um, My but it seems stories. Like, you know, it's, a, it's just what we're going to hear. I mean, we're just getting started. Wait till they get to training camp. Then we're really going to hear that they are just football, they're in football shape. Um, but it seems like Zach Taylor has mentioned it. Jonah Williams um, or, or jo uh, Jackson Carmen will be, um, you know, competing for that right tackle position too. So what, what do you think about that right now? Sure. Right tackle is such a question mark because even though I think Jonah is your average left tackle, he hasn't played right tackle since I was in high school, I think. Um, so eight, nine years ago. Yeah, it's it's been a while. <laughs> He's been in the NFL, and he only did it as a freshman, I believe, at Alabama. And uh, he played there two more years, so a long time. Um, I don't, I don't think you can cleanly say, yeah, he should be fine. 
what I've always compared it to is kind of like in baseball, you have switch hitters and guys that can bat from both sides. They might be better on one side than the other, but uh, some guys just have the ability to just flip over and be almost as good on the other side, or at least not face a huge detriment to their play. I don't know if that's going to be anybody because when we saw Jackson Carmen at right guard, he was terrible, but he was fine at left tackle in the playoffs. Jonah has been fine at left tackle his whole career. Can either one of them switch and be just as good on the right side? Can Cody Ford be the right tackle that they're looking for? Uh, he hasn't been before, but he's probably in the mix. And I just don't see Lyle Collins in the mix, at least early on. I, I, the reports of tearing all three ligaments in his knee and he has the back thing. He I mean, he's just, he's been through it. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather see him get fully healthy. And then maybe then he competes or maybe none of these guys have won the job. That is also a little bit of a disaster scenario though, where it's like Jonah's week one, two, and three, but he's been so bad. They just flipped to Carmen, but then Carmen's not good. So they go to Ford and week six and seven. And you're just like, please, Collins, get back in. He's not playing well. Hopefully one of those three play well enough that you're not r- trying to rush Collins back, I think would be what I'm going for. So there's there's a lot of question marks at right tackle. But to me, I think it will be Jonah Williams. I don't feel 100% on that or even 90 uh, call it a 75% confidence in Jonah Williams taking that right tackle job. The other 20% goes to Carmen and then probably 5% for Cody Ford winning that battle. Um, I think it is a legit battle though. Uh, do you feel like Jackson Carmen has a better shot at stealing the right tackle job or Jordan battle stealing one of the starting safety jobs? That is a fantastic question and actually one that I was thinking about. I will say Jackson Carmen, just because it's open right now. We don't know what Jonah Williams is going to look like that at the NFL level. We don't know what Jonah looks like at, at right tackle. And things are still so up in the air and questionable because we don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Um, and, and I appreciate Zach Taylor just being private about those conversations. It's not out in the open. That stuff they handle behind the scenes, and that's totally fine. Uh, that makes perfect sense as a head coach to, to handle that. But I think for Jackson Carmen, I mean, this is not to say it's his like, last shot, but, you know, I I saw this on social media and I I can't remember who tweeted it. And I think he brought up a really great point. Alex Kappa and Ted Karras are probably the best things that happened to Jackson Carmen. You bring those guys in on the offensive line and they're leaders. Um, You know, they're going to be with Jackson Carmen in the locker room still early on in his NFL career. And maybe he saw that last year um, when he did get those opportunities with the offensive line and just said, look, I need to change my ways. I need to change. I need to get mature with how I handle things, got to take care of my body. And I can be a legit part of this offensive line, seeing that opportunity at right tackle when they made the move for Orlando Brown to say, hey, I actually have a shot. I, I, I can do this. I have the confidence to be at the right tackle position. So I would say Jackson Carmen, but I for, for Jordan Battle, I wouldn't be surprised if he is out there. I just don't know the percentage of what it's going to look like with Jordan Battle out there at the safety position. What about you? Uh, I mean, I'm a Nick Scott truther. I think he's a good starting safety, so I don't see it, and I don't see them benching Dax Hill for him. I do think that is a scenario that we haven't discussed because it's it's really pessimistic, mm-hmm. but, I mean, he didn't have a good rookie year, and then they do see him every day. Maybe it hasn't gone well, 
and this is like the Dax needs more time and we're going to start battle in that other position. But that's like Doomer scenario. And I don't feel that feels like a 5%, maybe even less chance of being a real thing to me. Um, I think his real shot is stealing Nick Scott's spot just because they know he's the future. Scott is whatever. If they play at the, at the same level, maybe they roll with battle just to get him the game experience and get him rolling early on. But for me, I think Carmen has a better shot of taking the right tackle job than battle does one of the safety spots. I do think that there will be some three safety sets, but I also think that is almost a little bit like when people talk about like that running back isn't a running back. He's a weapon. He could be a slot receiver. Chris Evans talk. Uh, it's, it's a lot of theory and it's fun, but it's not usually what, ha- who are you taking off the field? Are you taking Mike Hilton off the field for him? Are you going to take um, mm-hmm. one of the linebackers? You paid Pratt and Wilson is really good. Are you going to p- take one of them off the field for Jordan battle? Are you taking one of the defensive linemen off the field for Jordan battle? It's just like, that's where it becomes tricky. Like the idea is so cool. It's like three safeties. Oh, he's going to mix and match and do all this other stuff. But uh, in practice, like five, snaps a game something like that remember we did an off-season podcast and i brought up this scenario it was before free agency and i said could you imagine say von bell's gone say jesse bates is gone and this was before they signed nick scott like tyson anderson's getting the start now they have all the safeties in the world uh, that was a crazy week you weren't the only one everybody was bringing up his ras score how it was green green is good it's like this guy hasn't played a snap. Like, no, I don't even know if he's going to make the roster for Tyson Anderson. Um, that is but a it's... good point. Him and uh, Thomas, kind of an underrated battle there for that last, uh, maybe last safety spot. Maybe they just keep both. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do think that is a little, I, I wouldn't say he's on the hot seat, but I would say that there's an outside chance that uh, they end up just rolling with the other four. Yeah, and it's a good problem to have. Um, I'd, I'd love to have all the depth in the world when it comes to the secondary, but I do want to talk a little Joe Mixon and topic of conversation. We'll get right to the tight end position next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.